Welcome to A Love for the Bible, Session 12. In Session 11, we continued moving from ways to adjust our Bible reading attitudes to adjusting our Bible reading approaches. Session 11 featured considering different translations and discussing three questions that assist us in making the Bible applicable. Today, we'll be discussing in general what the Bible is all about. I call this session having the broader picture in mind. Before we read any book, it is helpful to have a vision for what it will be saying. This helps us before we read it so we can get the most from it. One example of this is in mystery fiction books. I have enjoyed reading some books by Agatha Christie. I find it was helpful to know something of her style. There are basic these are basic whodunit books, where, as we read, we tried to ascertain who the mystery killer was. Knowing this helps me to be prepared for what I should be looking for before I read each of her books. Another example is motivational nonfiction books. This type of book will help me to improve something about myself. To benefit most, I first need to know what I am most looking for, and also something of the author's basic approach. For example, if I am of the Christian faith, I will need, I will likely be looking for a book that makes the, takes the Christian perspective. Similarly, it's valuable to have overall perspective before reading the Bible. How is the Bible arranged? What are the basic themes? Having a sense for these will help in one's eventual understanding. So let's start with an overview of the structure of the Bible. I would divide it into two central divisions and seven smaller subdivisions. The two central divisions are the Old and New Testaments. These can be divided into subdivisions as follows. First, the Old Testament. We have historical books, God and man, and prophecy. Then the New Testament, the Gospels, the early church, the Epistles, and Future Expectations. What are these divisions about? Broadly, the Old Testament tells about the original agreement between God and man, and the New Testament tells about the new agreement between God and man revealed in Jesus. Starting with the Old Testament, the historical books describe revelations by God through historical events, particularly to the Israelite people. God and man shows specific revelations about God to individuals such as David, Job, and Solomon. Prophecy is revelations to prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah about future events. Going now to the New Testament. The Gospels summarize the life and teachings of Jesus by four different authors. Of the four, John's approach is more personal and intimate than the other three. The early church of Acts describes the actions of the first Christian churches following the death and resurrection of Jesus. The epistles is a summary of letters written to individual Christian churches by leaders such as Paul, Peter, and John. And then future expectations or revelation describes predictions of future events as revealed to the apostle John. What are the main points within these subdivisions? 
The following are my suggestions through my personal study through the Bible and reference to commentaries. Let's start with the key points in the historical books of the Old Testament. Now I have divided this into history from God's perspective one, two, and three, and four. So starting with history of God's perspective one, this includes the books Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers. A key point I, I have found is basically God created us and has a plan for our lives. He also has given us free will. Next, history from God's perspective two, which includes Deuteronomy, Joshua, and Judges. A key point is we receive guidance for our lives through his word. This is provided through both instruction and examples. Next, History from God's Perspective 3, Ruth, 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel. A key point is faithfulness to God is rewarded, but with consequences for lack of faithfulness. And finally, History from God's Perspective 4, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles. You must be obedient to God even when others are disobedient. For this, we need God's help. Now for the next part of the Old Testament, God and man. I divided that into God and man, one and two and three. So first, God and man, one, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, and Job. A key point is, while we may not understand why things happen as they do in this world, it's our responsibility to trust the God who made the universe. We understand things in God's timing. Next, God and man too, which is from Psalms. The Bible reveals examples of what a relationship to God should look like. These, there also is a pointing towards Jesus. Finally, God and man three, from Proverbs, Ecclesiastics, and Song of Solomon. Choosing God's ways leads to making right decisions. Now the last part of the Old Testament is prophecy, and that's I divide into prophecies one and two. First, prophecy one Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, and Ezekiel. Key point I found is God disciplines us when necessary out of love, He always looks toward our good. And prophecy two from Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum. Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, the Bible has striking prophecies of a Jewish Messiah who will be a king whose kingdom is everlasting. Now let's get into the New Testament. The first part being the Gospels. And I divide that into Life of Jesus 1 and Life of Jesus 2. So Life of Jesus 1, which is from Matthew and Mark. A key point is, a key reason why some Christians are more productive than others is the way they respond to God's word in their hearts. Then life of Jesus too, from Luke and John. The Christian life requires a new way of life. We must be willing to change. Now the next part of the New Testament, the early church, which is from the book of Acts. A key point I found is, the early disciples were persecuted because they spoke of Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. 
Next part of the New Testament, the epistles. And we're going to start with letters to churches one, and then we'll go on to letters to churches of two and three. So letters to churches one, which includes Romans, 1 Corinthians, and 2 Corinthians. The key point I found is a right heart leads to right actions. The source of that right heart is Christ. And next, letters to churches too. From Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. The key point I find found is it's only in Christ that you can grow and mature spiritually. Our lives should reflect this. Then going to letters to churches three. This is from Hebrews, James 1, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1 John, 2 John, and Jude. The key point I found here was we should keep ourselves in the love of God, loving others as Jesus did. Finally, getting to the last part of the New Testament, I summarize this future rep, rep, ex, expectations from Revelation. And the key point is, we should patiently trust God and remain faithful to Jesus. We can look forward to justice and righteousness prevailing. Once again, before we read a book, it's helpful to have a vision for what it will be saying. It is my hope that the prior shared broad perspective of the Bible will help you with that vision. Thank you to those who tuned into this session of A Love for the Bible, and I encourage you to join me for session 13 in another week. Session 13 will have a special guest author named Paul Steele, who co-authored the Christian book entitled God Proved to Me He's Real. This session will air beginning Tuesday, April 13th at 8 a.m.